Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to thrive optimally in the kingdom of heaven through the application of its timeless principles. We've been speaking about the favor of God and uh, in our last episode, we started speaking about uh, unlocking the favor of God. I gave you three points and uh, the first key was that you should become a citizen of the kingdom of heaven by accepting Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The second is that you should be a person after God's heart. And the third was that you should be filled with the manifest presence of God. In today's episode, we continue speaking about uh, the keys for unlocking favor, the kingdom keys for unlocking favor. And uh, the fourth key, therefore, for unlocking favor is to align your life with God's purpose direction and timing align your life with God's purpose direction and timing <clears throat> uh, if you start for the with the with the issue of purpose every kingdom assignment has the requisite dimension of grace which is the other which is also favor because we know in the Greek word uh, for grace is charis which is also the same use for favor so every kingdom assignment has the requisite dimension of grace or favor for its execution assigned to it for instance ministers in the kingdom express different dimensions of grace in their calling we have apostles prophets pastors teachers evangelists they do not thrive in the in the same area of service each or each of them has a function and each of them has a dimension of grace that is placed on them to be able to be effective in that dimension and that applies to every other believer and we can see this uh, concerning Apostle Paul saying, speaking about this. He says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 9 to 10, he says, uh, For I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, that's the favor of God, yeah? uh, I am what I am, and his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I by the grace of God that was in me. You see, especially emphasizing that, yet not I by the grace of God that was in me. So there was an, a grace allocated for him to function and as an apostle to the Gentiles. Huh? Uh, and even just in that that, that office of apostle. <clears throat> uh, and, that, and because of that grace, he was able to even work harder than even other apostles. And he wrote a substantial part of the New Testament, including that First uh, Corinthians chapter uh, first Corinthians, first and second Corinthians. <clears throat> uh, spiritual gifts are tools for the execution of our of our kingdom assignments. They are expressions of different forms of grace. If you operate within your area of gifting, you will thrive because of the favor of God upon your life in that area. If you opt not to operate in that area and try another area, you will struggle. Because the, 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 because there's a grace uh, uh, that is assigned for you for to function in a particular area of grace. Because a gift is <clears throat> a form of grace. And we see this in First uh, Peter chapter four verse ten. The scripture says says say this. He says he uh, <clears throat> says uh, this is Apostle Peter writing to the church. He says in in First Peter four verse ten. He says each one should use whatever gift he has received. To serve others, to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. 
faithfully administering God's grace in his various forms. So he's speaking about our gifts. The gifts are expressions. They are forms of grace. And we can see this even like the word that is used for gifts in this context is charismata in the Greek, which is the plural of the word gifts because the word gift is charisma. Uh, so charismata is a plural. So charismata means the different results of grace. And uh, and uh, charismata comes from the word charis, which is a word for grace, for favor, which is grace also. So uh, so the, so so gifts are expressions of areas in which God has given us grace, has given us favor. So if you function in your area of gifting, you are thriving. Uh, you will thrive because of the favor of God. So you need to align yourself with your area of gifting and use it for the execution of your divine assignment. <clears throat> and we see this also in uh, uh, Romans chapter 12 from verse 3 to 8. The scriptures say this. They say, for by the, this is still Apostle Paul writing to the church in Rome. He says, for by the grace given me, I say to everyone of you. So you see, he recognizes, first of all, there is a grace, dimension of grace granted to him. To him. Then he says, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith. Faith is what unlocks grace. The measure of faith God has given you. Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, we, we are, so in Christ we who are many form one body. And each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. You see, we have different gifts according to the grace given us. That's in verse 6. Then he continues and says, If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership let him govern diligently if it is showing mercy let him do it cheerfully so you see the 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 gifts here are expressions of the grace he says let's let the person verse 6 says that we have different gifts according to the grace given us you see so 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 gifts are expressions of god's grace god's favor <clears throat> so 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 remember, with that, that with, with the point we are trying to 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 expound is uh, is that we should align your life with God's purpose, direction, and tra- and timing. And you know that gifts, spiritual gifts, are part of uh, uh, their tools for the for the execution of your divine assignment. So of course, when you're speaking about God's direction, uh, God's God grants us favor to enable us thrive in the place where He leads us into. So. God has the assignments that he wants us to execute and he has places that he wants us to be positioned according to his grand master plan, according to what he's doing in a particular season, in a particular generation. <coughs> uh, uh, so uh, uh, so he grants us favor to enable us to thrive in that place where he leads us, not in the place that we just want to go on our own. So that uh, uh, and a good illustration of this is in... Uh, Genesis chapter 26, uh, Genesis chapter 26, uh, from verse 1 to 3, the scripture says this concerning Isaac. It says, Now there was a famine in the land and beside the, uh, uh, besides the earlier famine of Abraham's time. And Isaac 
<coughs> went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. So he's in the land of the Philistines. Uh, he's not in a, where, you, where in his country of origin. Then he says, the Lord appeared to Isaac and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give all these lands and I will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. You see, so it's God himself who's telling him, don't go there, don't go to Egypt. So there's a place that God doesn't want you to go and there's a place that God wants you to be. And he tells him, stay here, where? In the land of the Philistines. So divine direction. And what was the consequence of this? <clears throat> in verse, uh, in, in the same chapter, Genesis 26, the same chapter, from verse 12, this is what the result was. It says, uh, Isaac planted crops in that land and the same year reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. Remember there was famine, eh? Then he says, the man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So because he he obeyed God's God's leading, the obedience to divine direction, and uh, now has he continued to engage in the assignment that in, in, in he continued to engage in terms of uh, his his uh, occupation as a farmer. He planted crops, and uh, he reaped much more, a hundredfold in this year of famine and he became, and even he didn't stop there he continued to grow wealthy until even the people of that foreign land the people who maybe should have been the ones favoring him helping him they all began to envy him because and and the bible is very clear that it's because the lord blessed him so god blessed him god had told him in in in, in the beginning of the the chapter uh, in verse 3 he said stay in this land for a while and i will be with you and will bless you you see, so if you follow divine direction, if God is telling you not to go to a particular direction, to stay in a particular direction, or to live where you are and go to another dimension, another place, then that's where God's hand of uh, will be there. That's where the favor of God will be unlocked. Remember, we're speaking about unlocking God's favor. So where you are staying and God has asked you to move, you are in disobedience. Whether it's an, an issue of fear or it's an issue of... Uh, lack of faith you know or uh, any other thing that you think that you that, that is causing you to stay <clears throat> complacency procrastination it's disobedience if you begin to take the steps towards where god is calling you then you are going to experience his favor which is allocated for where you are going where god wants you to move to and we, we see this also the same sense also even uh, as regards uh, assign uh, st- still still uh, on the issue of uh, div- of uh, purpose, divine direction, and timing, we see this uh, concerning uh, Apostle Paul's assignment in Galatians chapter two. <clears throat> Galatians chapter two, uh, from verse six, the scripture says, "This says, as for those who seemed to be important, whatever they were, make, they they were makes no difference to me. God does not judge by external appearances." Those men added nothing to my message. On the contrary, they saw that I had been entrusted with the task of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as Peter had been to the Jews. For God was at work in the ministry of Peter as an apostle to the Jews, uh, uh, was at the work in the ministry as, as an apostle to the Gentiles. James and 
James, Peter and John, those reputed to be uh, pillars, gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship when they recognized the grace given to me. You see, when they recognized the grace given to me, they agreed that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the Jews. So you see, Paul is expounding here, speaking about that uh, the grace upon him was evident, uh, that he had been uh, the task of preaching the gospel. He had the assignment and he had the grace to back it, the favor. As I've, as I've mentioned earlier in the episode, that when God gives you an assignment, he gives you the grace to back it, the favor to back it. So so he had favor to minister to the Gentiles, and the, and it was evident, and the people could wait, see, and they, and they agreed that the same favor, that, that because he has that favor, and as an apostle to the Gentiles, and Peter as an apostle to the Jews, let each of them take the... The, the, the direction they should be. Let each of them t- uh, t- cover the area that they should cover. Yeah? Because the grace was evident. As he says in, uh, in verse, uh, verse, uh, uh, that's verse 9, where he says that, uh, uh, it says that James, and, James, Peter, and John, those repeated to be pillars, gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship. When they recognized the grace, the favor, given to me so 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 it was evident the favor was upon him uh, because this favor was for him to minister to the gentiles they had witness and according to verse 7 he says that uh, that uh, that on the contrary they saw that i had been entrusted with the task of preaching the gospel to the gentiles so it was clear it was clear and they could see in verse 10 it also continues to say in verse 8 it continues to say that uh, that uh, that uh, uh, that for God was at work in the ministry of Peter as an apostle to the Jews was also at work was also at work in my ministry as the, as the apostle to the Gentiles. So God was at work by His hand, by His favor, by supernatural backing. So fa- so when you align yourself with purpose, when you align yourself with divine direction to an area, to a particular target group, to a particular geographical assignment, because now Peter was was going to be limited within the areas where the Jews stayed, Israel and the surrounding areas. But 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 uh, as for uh, Apostle Paul, he was to go to the Gentiles. So Peter wasn't supposed to go to the Gentiles. It was Apostle Paul going to the Gentiles. You see, so the so because the favor of God will go with him to where God has sent him. So if you align yourself in divine direction, God will show up um, by manifestation of his backing of favor in that dimension or that he has sent you to. It reminds me of a testimony I had uh, concerning a ministry called Living Faith Church in, uh, in uh, Nigeria, whereby <clears throat> they used to have, a, uh, they were based in Lagos, uh, Lagos uh, at the time, and uh, which is a very big city in the, in the country. And uh, what happened is that... Uh, the Lord spoke to the leader of the ministry that they should move from the ministry, from the Lagos to a place called Ota, where is their headquarters now. And it was like a place which was far, it was not developed in that area, it was like in the bush. They had bought that land and uh, they were just, they were thinking of leasing it, but God put it in there that it was now that they should move. And when they moved in the place, there were not even proper means of transport. And so people were telling him that uh, the ministry will crash 
they were telling him that uh, because also that was a place infested by demonic oppression, witchcraft and all that, they'll say the ministry will crash because of that and also people are going to leave there. They're asking, Why are you, what are you going to do with your members? And he was telling them that's where, that's why there are other churches. And he said, he told the people that uh, they can join other churches in Lagos if they're not able to join them. But when they moved and went and started the ministry in that place, which was like the bush, which was about like 40 or so kilometers from Lagos, uh, he said that everybody moved everybody moved. Even when T.L. Osborne went to visit him at one time and to speak in a meeting they had, he was asking, how do people get here? And he was just telling him, don't ask me how they get here, that they are already here. So everybody, practically everybody moved. We can assume maybe a few stayed, but people moved because of the grace that they had seen upon the, the, the ministry and upon the ministers. And so they moved to that place. So God's favor uh, caused the people to be pulled to that place. And the other thing that happened is that for the first time when they had a particular uh, meeting, 3,000 people got born again. They had not seen that in Lagos, but in this place in the bush, they saw that's what happened. Another thing that happened is that the ministry experienced uh, an increase in the income. The income of the ministry shot up right there in the bush. Why? Because they followed divine direction. They obeyed God. They obeyed the leading of the Spirit, and the favor of God was released for them to thrive in that dimension. The other dimension uh, of uh, alignment is aligning with God's timing. Remember the point you're expounding is align your life with God's purpose, God's direction, and timing. So God has an appointed time for everything in his grand master plan to happen. When the time for something has come, he releases favor to facilitate its fulfillment with ease is fulfillment, not just his fulfillment, but his fulfillment with ease. If you try to move before the appointed time, you will struggle. You may be throwing tantrums and praying and asking, God, why can I be able to get married? God, why can I be able to get financial breakthrough and start my business? God, why can I, can't I uh, advance in ministry and expand and have many more pe- or a greater audience? God, why can't I do this? You're asking things, you're, you're keep on complaining and complaining and because you want things to happen quickly. You, the, the thing is that you may not be aligned with this timing. And so that's why God God, God operates according to his grand master plans. And God is doing certain things in the spiritual realm and he wants you to align. So when he puts you to, when he stops you, is because it's for your own good. It's because of something he's doing or something is preventing from happening to you. Or maybe your capacity is not built uh, enough to be able to, to move into the next dimension. So if you try to move before the appointed time, you will struggle. If you try to move before God begins to move, you will struggle. You will go alone and you will suffer. So an illustration of this is uh, uh, of this uh, principle is in, found in the scriptures in Psalms 102, <coughs> verse uh, 12 to 13. It says, uh, But you, O Lord, sit enthroned forever. You are renowned. That's your fame. You are renowned and you are through all generations. You will arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to show favor to her. The appointed time has come. That's verse 13. It says, you will arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to show favor to her. The appointed time has come. So when the appointed time comes for something to, that for what God wants to do, he will release favor. He will release compassion. Uh, compassion is another one for uh, uh, love and mercy. I mean, yeah, uh, love uh, based on mercy, you know, or mercy based on love. Yeah. So compassion on Zion. For why? Because it's time to show favor 
favor to have. So the favor of God for a particular assignment, for a particular dispensation to be ushered, for something that is supposed to be done at a particular time to be released, is connected to the time that God has set for that thing, the set time, the appointed time. God is not arbitrary. He has plans, and the plans are pegged to appointed time. Another illustration of this issue of timing is in uh, uh, Isaiah chapter 49, verse uh, 8 to 9. It says, this is what the Lord says, In the time of my favor, I will answer you. And in the day of salvation, I will help you. I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people to restore the land and to reassign its desolate inheritances, to say to the captives, come out, and to those in darkness, be free. So God is speaking here prophetically through Isaiah and he's saying to the servant of the Lord, he's saying, in the time of favor, it's not just any time, in the time of favor, I will answer you. In the day of salvation, I will help you. I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people, to restore the land and to reassign its desolate inheritances, to say to the captives, come out and to those in darkness, be free. To work out all this work of God, of delivering people, setting them free, making a difference, transforming that territory. Why? Because it's the time, the appointed time, the time of favor. There's a time for favor. In, in respect to certain dimensions. We are generally in a dispensation of favor because Christ already gave his life and he proclaimed, when he came, he said that he will proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So every one of us who come into Christ have access to his favor. But concerning certain events and certain things that God wants to do according to his plan, there is a dimension of favor beyond just the general favor that is accessible to all saints that is released to accomplish a particular purpose, a dimension of grace that is released to accomplish a particular purpose. And this grace is released at an appointed time, a time of favor. So this requires that we should understand the concept of God's timing to be able to design it. And if you look at the scripture, a very good example is Joseph. Joseph was sent to uh, prison and uh, he desired that uh, the person who had interpreted, whose dream is interpreted, would uh, go and speak to Pharaoh and uh, so that he could be gotten out. But the person forgot him for two years. But you see, at the appointed time, when Joseph had been processed and had been tested and has passed all the tests of the integrity of uh, overcoming the, the being forgotten and has been in patience and endurance and many other tests he went through, then after that time, when the appointed time come, came, God gave Pharaoh a dream that only Joseph could interpret. And when he interpreted it successfully and gave a 14-year strategic plan to Pharaoh, he was appointed on the spot to become second in command in Egypt. A prisoner, a prisoner to be a, who is a, from a foreigner, was appointed in Egypt to become the second in command. And not only so, so he got a position of influence that had influence locally, uh, in Egypt and internationally because the other nations came to for food for Egypt including Israel he also got a wife, he was given a wife he was given a chariot to ride he was given clothes to wear better clothes he was uh, uh, given authority uh, to function at a very high position and uh, he got the packs what we call the packs, the benefits today, so in, in today's position it, it could be like he was given maybe a house, a car uh, that is good, luxurious. He was given escorts. He was given a number of things in, in the modern world. 
Why? Because the appointed time. If he came out before the time, he would have just gone out and be freed. And maybe he would have gone even back to Israel. But God kept him. I, this was after the wilderness season and until the appointed time when he was released and everything that Joseph could not have gotten in a short time, all in, in such a short time, it was given to him in one day. After being tested for a long time, in one day, God released everything that he had packaged for him for that position. And he also released the position so that he could accomplish the purpose of saving many lives as he testified later. So, if you want to see the favor of God, you need to align your life with God's purpose, direction, and timing. The fifth thing, fifth key that you need to, to unlock the favor of God is to ask God for favor. Or you can say in other words, to pray for favor. To pray for favor. It's important to realize that prayer is a means for unlocking what is due to us in the spiritual realm into the natural realm. It's to translating it from what it, their blessings. The Bible speaks in Ephesians chapter, I think one verse three says that, that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So the blessings are upon us, but how do you unlock them? Because there are many believers who are not walking in those blessings. One way of unlocking them is by prayer. One way is believing and prayer is an expression of faith. So as if uh, one way of faith beyond speaking it is a, is uh, or, or are taking under action. One way of action is to pray, to ask God to release what is already your portion in the spiritual realm, in the spirit, to activate it, to have it manifested into your life. So prayer is a means for unlocking what's due to us uh, uh, in, the, in the spiritual realm uh, into the natural realm. Many kingdom citizens wish for good things but never ask God for them. Some fear that they may not receive what they ask for, while others believe that they do not deserve the things that they deserve, that they do not deserve the things that they desire. They have desires, but they feel that they don't deserve them. Yeah? So it's, it's important to note that every kingdom citizen is entitled to the favor of God by virtue of being his, being his child through Christ. And you have explained that. Uh, remember the first point we gave uh, in our last episode was that if you want to access the favor of God, you become a citizen of the kingdom of God by accepting Jesus Christ. So God's riches of his mercy and his grace are contained in Christ. So every one of us access to that. So when you are praying, we are unlocking what it is that God has already given to us in Christ. God unlocks those things and releases those things to us. Prayer is just an expression of dependence on God. In, of ex an expression of faith in God. Let us see what the scripture says in James chapter 4 verse 1 to 3. James chapter 4 verse 1 to 3. The Bible says, uh, <coughs> says this, it says, uh, what causes fights and quarrels among you? <coughs> Don't they come from you, from your desires that battle within you? You want something, but don't get it. You kill and covet, but you cannot have what you want. You quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So you see, the reason here is he's saying that uh, the reason why these people that James was writing to Apostle James were not getting whatever they want and they were killing and converting each other and doing all manner of quarrels and fights is because they would not ask God. 
you do not have because you do not ask. And when they would ask, they would ask with the wrong motives. Sometimes you can ask with the wrong motives because you may want God to give you a lot of money so that you can catch up with your friends and so that you call your relatives so that you can show off, uh, so that you can you can answer your enemies. See those kind of things that we like speaking about. <clears throat> but God will give you resources for our purpose, for the purpose that He intended to. God will lift you to a position like He lifted Joseph. It was not just for him. It was not just to become a, 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 a somebody in a palace. It's for the saving of many lives. And that's what Joseph testified of himself. That it, God sent him ahead for the saving of many lives. God positioned Esther for the rescuing of the whole of the nation of Israel. Not, not because of her. For Esther just to enjoy being a, a, a queen in the palace. So, so there's a purpose huh, that is assigned for, for everything. And that's why when you ask with wrong motives, you don't get. But in general, people don't get because they don't ask. You do not have because you do not ask. So the scriptures saying, James was telling them in uh, James chapter 4 verse 2. So if you want to see, to receive the favor of God, ask for it to be released. If you want a dimension of favor that you have not seen, pray for it. You can even fast for it. Fasting is humbling yourself. Fasting is not forcing God. It's humbling yourself to get favor. And we can see even in the book of Esther, if you read chapter 4 and chapter 5, you find that Esther, when you were supposed to go to the king, uh, and, and anybody would appear before the king would be put to death if the king has not summoned them. Uh, but she took time and prayed and fasted for three days and asked the rest of the people to, to pray and fast for her. And when she came, the king, there was favor upon her, so much favor, that the king was asking her if, that, what is it, Esther? Is even half to the king, half, even half, up to half the kingdom he will give him. And he repeated this statement twice. Uh, 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 so he actually, in total, he spoke about it. He gave that statement like three times, in, if you read the subsequent chapters. See, so the favor of God came as a result of the prayer and fasting that was uh, that uh, Esther and the Jews engaged with in the kingdom. The favor to be able to come to the king and not be executed, so that the purposes of God could be achieved of delivering the the, the Jews. Another person that you see favor on, uh, because by prayer was Nehemiah. Nehemiah, after having, uh, after he, uh, receiving reports about how the wall of Jerusalem was destroyed and, the, and that the, the Jerusalem was in great trouble and, dis and uh, disgrace, he was so uh, sad and he was so, he mourned and fasted and prayed for a long time. And then, uh, <clears throat> and then what happened eventually is, uh, is that when you, there's a prayer that he prayed that was recorded <clears throat> after, uh, in, when he was praying for during these days. It says that in verse 11, as part of this prayer, it says, he prays this, he says, O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. Give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man, our cupbearer to the king. So he was going to go to the king to ask for for request to give us for request to be able to give him permission to go and travel and help in rebuilding the wall. God had put it in his heart to go and rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. And you see, if you read verse uh, chapter 2, you find that the king gave him all the things that he requested, even the, the materials that he requested and letters of authority. Because, and he said, and the way he described it is he said, it's because. Uh, 
the gracious hand. It says in verse the latter part of verse 80, chapter 2, verse 8, it says, And because the gracious hand of my God was upon me, the king granted my requests. You see, so the favor of God. The favor of God came. Why? Nehemiah prayed and asked God for favor. So it's, there's nothing wrong with asking for favor. Some people just say that, oh, you don't need to ask for favor. You don't need to pray for, for favor because Jesus already given us. The Bible has already presented that there is nothing. It's, it's given as an illustration. There is nothing wrong for asking for favor. The favor is unlocking what has been credited to us by Jesus Christ. It's unlocking it from the spiritual realm into our life. It's activating the operation of that uh, favor and when you ask for favor you will get favor because the scriptures speak about uh, asking in uh, in verse uh, 7 uh, to 11 it speaks about this uh, <clears throat> that's why you should not fear asking it says uh, uh, Matthew chapter 7 verse, uh, 7 verse 7 to 11 it says ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives he who seeks finds and to him who knocks the door will be opened which of you if his son asks for bread and will give him a stone or if he asks for a fish will give him a snake if you then though you are evil know how to give good gifts to your children and how, how much more will your father in heaven give you good gifts to those who ask him so if you're going to if you need favor in a particular so maybe you're going for a job interview or you are traveling for example like many times when i travel around the world where well, i will ask god for favor even when i'm going to apply for a visa or when i'm going to uh, i'm already traveling going through the border points going through hotels i would even pray by favor that i'll be given a good room i'll pray for favor with the people that will be hosting me i'll pray for favor for different things so i always pray favor is something that i always pray for up to today in addition to using all the other keys i pray for favor and i actually even pray for unusual favor and god answers as he said that if your fathers your earthly if the earthly fathers can give the people what they ask for why wouldn't god give you the good gifts yeah why wouldn't God give you the, the, the good gifts if the, if the father eats that? What you ask for is what you get. When you ask for a fish, you are not given a snake. Yeah. When you ask for bread, you are not given a stone. So if earthly fathers can give them good things, why wouldn't God give you the same thing? So when you ask, you, you receive what you are asking for. Remember the way James said in James chapter 4 verse 2 that you do not have because you do not ask. So as long as your motive is right, for remember that we have spoken in this series about the purpose of favor. So if your motive is aligned with the power of God's purpose for favor, you will get favor as you ask for it. Don't fear. Jesus has already paid for it. So pray so so and I pray for unlocking of favor. Pray for favor every day. God will give you even favor with the enemies. God will give you favor even in the places where you, things are to your disadvantage. Because it's a merciful God. Because favor is based on love and mercy. The scriptures say this in uh, uh, in uh, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 about the boldness in asking. It says, uh, Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, I'll read from the Amplified Bible. It says, uh, Therefore, let us with privilege approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's gracious favor with confidence and without fear so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find his amazing grace 
to help in time of need. An appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. You see? So, so we should go. The throne of God is a throne of grace and mercy. It's a throne of his gracious favor. We should go to it uh, boldly in Christ Jesus because we have a high priest, uh, Jesus Christ, representing us who gave himself for our life. He's our intercessor, the mediator. So when we go to God, we go in boldness, knowing that we are in Christ and the favor of God will cause God to release, to show us mercy and to show us uh, 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 grace, the favor, to release favor. So favor, we can come, we can go boldly and ask for favor. So don't be afraid to pray for favor, to ask for favor and to ask for it every day and to ask for abundant favor, to ask for overflow for favor. Favor for you, favor for your family, favor for your business, favor for your ministry, whatever it is that you want to ask God for favor. Ask for favor consistently. Pray for favor for your children. Pray for favor for your relatives. Pray for favor for your friends and God will show them favor. As Dr. Mike Murdoch says, is that that a person interceding for you, that one an intercessor who's praying for you, is one of the purpose can, that can increase the flow of the favor of God to you. So by praying for people, you can activate the flow of the favor of God in a higher dimension. They can begin to experience breakthroughs and open doors. And I've seen that happen to many people. There are people I prayed for and they have been promoted. Some people I prayed for, they have experienced the opening of international doors. And some of them don't even know that I'm the one who prayed for them. I know that I'm the one who prayed. I know they have been praying for, but I know that I prayed for them. Even ministers, I prayed for them and doors that were opened, spectacular doors were opened. And they do not even know. I know that I'm the one who prayed before it was answered in addition to the prayers because of the specific answers that came. They were the exact things that I was praying for because God has given me an anointing in that dimension. And so when I pray, I see God unlocking things for people in that sense. So, so you can increase the flow of favor in another person's life by interceding for them, praying and fasting, and they will experience breakthrough and releases. Even a nation can experience breakthrough. A church can experience breakthrough. Your pastor, your leader, your boss, people can experience breakthrough and favor because of your prayers. As we conclude, I would like you to reflect on the following questions. The first is, is your life aligned with God's purpose? direction and timing secondly have you been using your spiritual gifts to serve others or coveting the gifts of other people that you admire and trying to serve in their area of assignment that is copying them thirdly do you pray for the favor of God regularly or occasionally if at all has somebody told you that you don't need to pray for favor and you have decided not to. Think, rethink that in the light of this episode and the scriptures. Eh? In, and therefore, if you have been blessed with this episode, I would like you to share the same with a friend, a colleague, a family member. Uh, post it on your social media platform. And uh, also you can subscribe to this uh, uh, podcast so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd also like you to give us feedback from the podcast platform from which you are listening to uh, this uh, episode on and, uh, and, uh, and, also, and maybe also the email address uh, that, is, uh, uh, that is provided in the show notes uh, or the social media, our social media accounts that are provided also in the show notes. You can use any of those to give us feedback. And as we conclude the episode, I'd like maybe to pray for you that you will experience God's favor 
just as I've said today, that one way to experience favor is to, is by prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to commit the listener today of this podcast. I lift you up over all the circumstances they're experiencing in their personal life, in their family, in their place of work, in their church, the ministry that they lead, and in every other dimension that they need help to you, God. And maybe even it's a, it's a group of people, business people, a group of uh, leaders, a group of uh, uh, whatever group it is, I ask that, Lord, you, that by your great love and mercy, you may unlock this favor that you gave us in Christ Jesus into their lives, O oh God. That, Lord, whether they need help when they're going for a job, for a business deal, to have a discussion with their boss, or with another friend or person they need to talk to, favor with their spouse, with their children, with their parents, I ask that you, O oh Lord, will show them your mercy and love, God. And by the extraordinary a release of your favor. There will be explosive breakthrough for them. They will be able to testify like Nehemiah that the gracious, that because of the gracious hand of God upon them, they got everything they asked for, oh God. I pray that you may remember everyone who is in trouble, who needs favor, God. Everyone, Father King, glory God, even the ones who have done things that they shouldn't have done, I ask that you may forgive them, God, and the blood of Jesus. Let it speak better things for them. Let experience, Father God, your mercy and your favor just being unlocked because of Christ Jesus. Let them be extraordinary breakthrough, God, extraordinary answers to prayer. And may we hear of spectacular testimonies to the glory of your holy name because of your favor granted to us through Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May God bless you.